Hi, I'm Rashkuk and Laru, and I'm delighted to be here to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Soul Trader with the one person who was there at the very, very beginning, the inception, Dr. Liz Gooster, coach. Um, there's so many, there's so many accolades I could get there, but the thing that people may not know about you, because the people may well know you nowadays as a business coach, etc., and leadership work, and, and perhaps from some of the writing work that you do, but your background previously to that was as an editor, and you were the person who brought this book to life. So I thought you were the ideal person to talk to here. How are you doing, Liz? Oh, hi, Rashid. I'm really well, and it's, it's great to see you and great to start prompting those, those memories of, I was going to say 10 years ago, but it actually would have been a, a bit more than that, probably 11, maybe even a bit yeah. more when we st first started talking about the book, of course, before it before it launched into print. So, yeah, thank you for that, inviting that, me. That's absolutely right. And so this video is for those people who are probably going to be assembled in a room watching this video here to celebrate the 10th anniversary um, of this book. And if they're there in person at the British Library, they'll get an opportunity to have this rare collector's um, copy of it. But um, uh, but there'll be perhaps other people who'll be watching this video who weren't there at the event, um, right. who might just want to share with us and to talk and share some of our reminiscences mm. about this book and how it came to, to life. I want to put you on the spot. How do you, well, I tell you what I remember, I tell you what I first remember, I think it would have been about 11, ago, 11 years ago, you came along to an event at the British Library, something yeah. like um, the Life and Business Coach, the British Library's Business Library Centre. We had a lovely chat and I remember it was at a point where I think that you were an exciting point whereby I think that the business coaching was one of the things that you were beginning to explore, but you also happened to have that role um, as an editor of Coke and Page at the time. And um, and because of a number of things, and you're talking about the business coach, I thought, oh, come along to another one of my events, the British Library. And then you asked me the question, um, Rashid, are you planning to write another book? Because I think I had a copy of my book, The Gift of Inner Success, which is in the background there. And you'd asked me, was I planning to write another book? And I said, yes. Although at that moment, I didn't have a book in my mind. I wasn't planning it, but I always said yes. To that opportunity and the next day I sent you from my memory was a one pager for Soul Trader which was a talk I'd given once before but I knew could work as a book so I'd love to know what's your reminiscences of that beginning stages of the book. Wow yeah and it's it, it, it's so um I, I love neat patterns and the symmetry because you're having your 10th anniversary edition party at the British Library and and, and that's where we met isn't it you were running mm. a workshop as you say I was working at that time, four days a week at Kogan Page, I'd already qualified as a business coach and I was looking to, to set up my own business. So I was kind of just like a sponge, you know, soaking mm. up any sort of information on, on that side. And I think, if I remember right, I think it was a whole day workshop that that's I'd signed right. up for. That's and it was all kinds of finance. And it was a boot camp. It was, it was a boot camp, that's right. And, and you had a session on, I, I can't remember what your session was called. I don't, it probably wasn't called Soul Trader at, at, at that point, but I remember doing... You, you facilitated beautifully exercises of getting to know people. I, I still sometimes talk about when you got us to do the, the one, the I'm one live in one pitch. minute. Yeah. And then, then you had to compress it down to something that your either your grandmother would understand or a 12 year old. And then you had to compress it and compress it. And I remember mine eventually came down to, I help people be amazing mm. in terms of what do you do as a coach? Because if you said I'm a business coach to a 12 year old, it would just be, mm. you know, it means nothing. So what do you actually do? And so, so I remember you doing, it, it was, it was business focused, but very human. Yeah. And then, and I'd, I'd done a bit of research, I think probably on all of the presenters and I'd seen you'd written a book. So having enjoyed your sessions so much, 
you know, I, I said to you would, you, would you fancy writing a book? I didn't, I don't think I realised you didn't have one in mind, that you were just seizing the opportunity of, OK, let's start a conversation. And that's and that's very you, isn't it? Those connections, those conversations. And then I remember follow ups, not in the British Library, but I think we met at least once or twice in that um, fancy lobby in that, that yes. the, the Marriott Hotel yes. near the British Library. Renaissance, yeah, that Renaissance Hotel. Yes, that's right. Absolutely. And so. I mean, let's zoom in then on the book. So we had that conversation and I sent you the outline to Soul Trader, um, which basically just had a little bit about the seven plus one chapters of clarity, customers, courage, cooperation, conversations, creativity and compassion. I wonder what made you feel that idea was strong enough to, to potentially make a book? I'd love to know your thoughts on that. It was a lot of things. And I, and I remember I was going through that one pager in, in that lobby. Mm. Um, I mean, partly there was, I suppose, from the, the publishing perspective, there was that practical aspect of the format. It was very workable. Mm. So you had that beautiful structure. It was only one page, but you had the seven C's, mm. which also was a subliminal connection to like the seven C's of, of mm. consulting and lots of seven C's. So, you know, Mark, very marketable in mm. terms of the, the format, the structure, I thought, yes, he can write this because he, there's a framework there, it's very clear. Mm. But I think, you know, it's very funny and thinking about it the 10 years, I, I was thinking about this when we planned this conversation. It was almost a book before its time mm. because it, it, it's now so current. Mm. And then it felt very pioneering, which was exciting mm. as well, because when you're publishing, you're looking for the kind of new ideas, you know, in, enough that would be appealing to people enough that they know already, you know, like they want to start a business. Yes. There was all this, you know, all the stuff about the compassion and the courage and yes. something there was, was very new and, and a little bit edgy because now people talk about that all the time in the business space. Mm. I don't think they did so much. Mm. So that real combination of, look, this is practical and it can work. And, and but these ideas are, are, are exciting. And then I think the more we spoke, the, the more I got the sense of, of you as an author and you as a person and that was very congruent and consistent and, and I really liked that because I I think as a publisher I, I was always on the look I liked I liked it when when authors walked the talk because mm. sometimes it would be quite interesting I mean I'd met you first so I had a sense of, of you as a person a very positive sense sometimes the, it would be the other way around I would get the pitch from the author first and think oh this is great and then I'd meet the author and I think wow, did they really write that? Because that doesn't seem like them at all. You, you know, the, it's great content, but they seem like not the, not the same person who wrote that. Whereas you were very authentic and aligned. And, and, and so it seemed like, you know, you, that that was what you lived. I can't remember when we came up with Soul Trader as a title. Was, well, was that I, on the pitch already? Yeah, it was. So Soul Trader, but it had a, I had originally called it Soul Trader Building Your Business by Heart. And the end title was Soul Trader and Putting Your Heart Back Into Your Business. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, but I remember then one of the next stages I remember. So I remember then, um, so fortunately, you know, that um, you'd had the conversations and you felt it was a strong book and Coke and Page um, backed this. I'm so grateful to the team at Coke and Page. And I got writing on the book. And I remember describing the writing process as being like under house arrest with friendly guards. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that because the writing process for anyone is not written, it's intense, isn't it? And so yes. you're... You're, you're, you're full in it and you're deep in it. And I love the right process of writing. I think I wrote in three months and then edited it in a, in a, in a, in a, in a month, which was, I think, quite quick for how, when people often- Really often... quick. You were really quick. I think it's like, once you get that idea inside your, your head, you, you, you were up for it. I mean, and the house arrest, I mean, you immersed yourself, didn't you? And it, and it was all coming together. And, and, and of course it didn't, I mean, I, you know, we, we shouldn't sort of 
gloss over how tough it is and 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 anyone in the audience or watching this video think thinking they might want to write a book don't want to sort of beat themselves off and think oh you know rash did it in a month and you know it was hard wasn't it it didn't come yeah. out the finished absolutely. the finished version there was lots absolutely. of absolutely absolutely when i had the word count first of all i was a bit oh my goodness am i going to be able to write a word with that many a book with that many words and what i did my part my background is a singer and performer so i actually what i initially did was that i spoke it i that i wrote the top the titles and i spoke it as a stream of consciousness and then i had it transcribed and then what people read as the final book um the final book um uh, uh 20 i'd say about 20 percent of what people read was that stream of consciousness and then i knew i needed to to flesh that mold it shape it and so on but i really wanted it to have that very that very authentic um, um voice as that starting point and then putting in the tools and resources and and all of those all of the rest of those things um i wonder um liz um what would i'd be really interested to know i guess as a business coach um for somebody who is that sole trader, they are their business. What yeah. do you think is about that this book that remains holding true? Because we know that thing about being your own boss isn't isn't easy. Is there anything that you would say that that, that you would feel about that this book that is so so relevant for that person, isn't it? When you're a one person business and starting growing your own business, because when we hear lots on TV about books, uh, um, business and so on. And, and even when people talk about small businesses, they actually still think about businesses that are relatively a number of different people in them. But we know that most businesses and micro business, most businesses have just that one person who is whatever it is, whether they're a consultant, whether it is that running a creative business, whether it is that they, um, whatever it is that they're doing a shop or whether it is, whatever it is, they might well be doing a service product. They're just that one person. Is there anything that, that you feel that is really um, powerful about, about Soul Trader for somebody who is on that journey, which can be very, very daunting? I think it's all still relevant. And I think that's why it has stood the test of time, because the seven seats, they cover all of them. But, it, but I think if I would, and, and I will probably pick some out, but I think the overall point in answer to your question is, is that authenticity? I think the Soul Trader, which is why I think it's just such a, a wonderful appropriate title because it's doing something that is is really meaningful to you and 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 has a sense of purpose about it because i, I think that probably threads through all of the seven c's doesn't it if, if mm. it means something to you if it's got your soul in you've put your heart back into your business mm. then it's going to be energizing for you your passion and your enthusiasm your energy is going to be heard by your customers and your clients and you're going to get the right work with the right people mm. it's going to feel good I think that is the bit, and, and it was that was a powerful message at the time. And I think that just resonates even, even more. And I think, you know, Mike, as you say, the micro business context, and, and actually even thinking about it, I hadn't really crossed my mind before, but the post-COVID yeah. bit, because I suppose so many more people have, you know, been, you know, lost their jobs or they've been working in different ways and, and it's given them new ideas. So I, I think that sort of wanting to be aligned with mm. you know wanting their their work to be aligned with their their life and their inner mm. sort of feelings and emotion that and that was always very captivating for, for me and I guess I was very open to that world because I was new in the, mm. the coaching space but then I think there's that practical edge again yeah. because you know you've got things like the clients and you're very yeah. clear in a business sense about you know you need to know who your who your clients are you need mm. that clarity what mm. is it you're offering what what aren't you offering and then of course you've got to have the, the, the courage to go through it and and then the creativity to, to do mm. things mm. differently and and I love that I mean I think that's why 
as an author, you you were so so authentic as well because you blended your previous experience. You talked there about you know you, your performance background meant the obvious thing, the natural thing for you to do was was to talk first and record it, and that and that meant the voice was very clear and present in in the book. Mm. But I think the fact that you you break it down into all so I wouldn't want anyone to who hasn't read the book to kind of think, oh, this is all about the the feelings and the heart. And, and that is there. That's the core. And I think that's why it still resonates and, and why it stands the test of time, because that is you. And you still believe that. Mm. I know you're evolved now, but you still believe those those things. Mm. But the practical concerns are still there. So it kind of takes you by the hand through all the things you need to look at. So I suppose for me, there were parallel things going on when, mm. when we think about it now, 10 years ago. Yeah. One was the publishing this is a, a you know a commercially it's got commercial potential here um I w- which it's proven because it's here 10 years later with a special mm. edition mm. but also there was that coaching space and I was just thinking you know this this is a real kind of person-centered way of approaching mm. a business and and that really appealed to me that, that's so powerful to hear Liz thanks so much for hearing that because it is for all those things you're saying are very very powerful because I hadn't really thought about it I guess back then in a way some of those themes around the heart and the compassion was very cutting edge nowadays many people are asking themselves yeah. that and as you say post-covid many people ask themselves hang on who am I what am I doing whether they're people are employed and thinking about being their own business running their own business or in fact people who are running a business already and that ironic subtitle putting the heart back into your business is really apt I was running a session just the other day a growth session for businesses that were growing for the British Library and I took people through a number of exercises that were read in the book. And there was a lady there who was really profoundly struck by actually, well, what is my business purpose? And really reflecting on those, those core questions because they really resonated with her very, very, very deeply now. So I hadn't really thought about how, if anything, those messages about who you, why you here, why is it that you create, why is it you're running your business are perhaps even more profound. And now that um, many people are asking themselves, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Yeah. And, and I'm running a business with purpose, with ethics. And so many people are now interested in ethical businesses and so on. I, I just wanted to, before we close, say a little bit about, and one of the things that you may or may not know is that some of the stories of people who've picked up the book, one of the things that was really amazing after the book was published, the thing that I hadn't, you know, I'd published books before, but self-published, so I hadn't had a book where there was a publisher behind and where people can find the book in all sorts of different ways. And some of the stories were somebody saying, oh yeah, I found this and I saw the book in a in a airport store or somebody else who was going away to get married. And then they went into this secondhand store and their fiance picked up a copy of the book. They sent me a picture of their fiance with a copy of the book. Somebody who very soon after the book was published sent me and they must have tracked me down on LinkedIn or something and they sent me a message oh I'm here in Brisbane and I was outside a bookstore and the book called me and I, I must say to you I remember when I first was sent I can't remember who sent it, it might be yourself or one of the team the cover I because I had him I don't know what I imagined in my in my head but it looked quite different but the thing that struck me was the cover and that heart cover and of course as you can see I love seeing you in your t-shirt there right. <laughs> so for me that's that that really has um that's been very, very powerful how the book has traveled and continues actually to be very relevant as people rediscover it. And we, and I, you know, and thank you and the team and so on. So many of the sessions have had the name Soul Trader. And for me, there's something about, it's not the numbers games of whilst, you know, thousands of people have read the book or shared, you know, shared it and all the rest of it. But for me, it's all about those individual stories of people in terms of their own yeah, um, awesome. business journey. I just, I just wonder, Liz, would you have, I guess, putting on all of those hats, I guess, as, a, as an entrepreneur, as you're running your own, being your own boss, 
as a business coach and somebody who's um, got that background with this book, would there be any last words of encouragement you might say to somebody who um, maybe has either not discovered the book or who's on that journey of being their own boss? What would you, I mean, I'd love to know what you would say about how this might help them or, or what you would, or just general words of encouragement to them on their on their on their journey because again you wear all of these three mm. very unique hats any last any last words that you would say of encouragement to all these incredible people often doing wonderful heart-centered things um that they care that they care about and wanting to be in the in the world any any last thoughts the things that you would say to them and I suppose it's probably what I've taken away from from you and and that I was just actually thinking about that original workshop then again and that putting the heart back into your business because I think that was really strong you know if your heart's not in it how can you keep going and and I suppose it's that that courage isn't it that that courage to sort of keep the faith mm. and believe and, and I guess that's that link together isn't it if, if you find something that feels important in your heart and feels right for you then it kind of gives you the courage to, to keep going. And, that, and that's where I just love those things about that clarity of, okay, shorter, shorter, you know, yeah. so which is a kind of coaching thing, you know, say it in fewer yeah. words, what, what's yeah. your business about really, really just stick, sticking with it and, and believe in yourself. And, and I think that's probably the, the main things I got from you because once you've got the purpose, then people might have different purposes, but they can't say it's wrong because that's that's yours isn't it it's important it's important to you that's what's going to keep you going through it and it's tough isn't it but yeah. it really spoke to me at the stage some people might be at you know I was I had my publisher's hat on but I also had the I'm starting my own business and it almost just felt like you know you and through the book you mm-hmm. you know that that was the companion I wanted because it just felt very human and and and, and yes there's loads of stuff other stuff I was publishing that was kind of hard business stuff that I found very useful but something about the combination sorry that's a long answer it's meant to be final words courage courage to keep the faith it's it's so powerful is because I think one one thing that jumped out for me there which is um just one of the other chapters that I'm titled because you pointed to this a number of times it's about conversations and the conversations chapter in the book is really in many ways the business end and for a sole trader the power of conversations that takes back to the very beginning you and I had a conversation Little do we know about the serendipity of that conversation and where that would what that would lead to this book that people all around the world have now enjoyed. So one of the things I'd say, whether people are watching this at the British Library on the 10th anniversary um, event evening, or people are watching this online, or people might, might watch this later, or however they might happen upon it, I would say do have those conversations. Conversations are absolutely priceless. And they can be the thing that all of a sudden people never met you. They may not know what they, you do, but there's something that may have arrested you from what they've, or them, from what you said that really strikes a chord and that can lead to business. So I, I've always felt that conversations are powerful. Every opportunity that's happened in my entire life, every business opportunity I think has come from a conversation. So I, I want to kind of thank you for this conversation. Oh, thank you. I, I want to thank you, Liz, for, um, for believing in the book and championing the book, because I think if it were not for, for that meeting, I don't think the book Soul Trader would, um, would, would have come about. I think it was a u- unique combination of all those things. I think it's so exciting the things you, you do. I look forward to all the exciting things that you're doing in a separate conversation about all of the wonderful things you're doing in the space of coaching um, and in terms of business and entrepreneurship. I'm really looking forward to perhaps us having a separate conversation. Oh, well, that would be a joy as ever. It's been, it was, I mean, it's it's been great to revisit the joy because we had such fun, didn't we, doing this? I remember the the jacket and, you know, the design. It was just, yeah, it was, it was such fun on the journey of of creating the book together. And it's, and it's, it's a real pleasure to revisit it with you. Thanks. And whilst I said that the, 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 uh, 
writing process was like being under house arrest with friendly guards. I always found the whole process around it, work with it, made the whole process. It seemed just so easy, just so smooth. It was such a joy. It was just such a natural kind of process. And, and it was a very, whilst there's the, the intensity of the, the writing that, and the application to, to the craft of, of you're wanting to give people a really a strong cast iron book that, that works. And I you know, still believe it absolutely works. And it's, as you point out, it, in some ways more compelling, as compelling as ever, given where we're at. But I just want to thank you for making that whole process around it just such an absolute joy. Um, so thanks again, Lucida. Thanks for taking out the time to speak to me um, this evening. I'm wishing you all the best in all your wonderful endeavours and looking forward to that next conversation. Enjoy the party. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I better get back to the party right now. <laughs> Take good care. Bye.